1: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. <laughs> you like that?
2: You like that? Football.
1: Hey, welcome into Purple Daily. This is sort of a bonus emergency episode. Not because there's breaking news, gentlemen, which would be amazing, too, if the Vikings like traded for Orlando Brown Jr., which... Oh, they still could. Uh-huh. Mackie, Judd, Declan, Purple Daily, presented by our friends at TCL TVs. TCL, enjoy more of what you love with TCL. But it's an emergency episode because of what Pete Prisco has posted for his latest mock draft on CBS Sports. I want a mock, mock. And it is. Let's just say we're we're gonna we're gonna go through this in a second. If this happened. I think people would freak one way or the other. Like, it would, it would, would you agree that if, and we're going to get to it, but if this yes, happened, yes. it would create more like consternation, it, elation, discussion. This
2: would cause people to freak inside and outside yeah. of TCO Performance Center. Let's just put it yes. that way. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> so let's do it an emergency bonus midweek mock episode here. Of Purple Daily, I'll pop this on the screen for the YouTube audience. Please click the subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube. Daily Vikings Entertainment in your feed. You can also find the audio version of this on ScoreNorth.com, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. All right, boys, let's go through it. This is Pete Frisco, CBS Sports.com, and his mock draft, starting with pick number one. Not surprisingly, Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm.
2: Well move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, keep going. Zach
1: Wilson yeah. to the Jets, oh, number two.
2: Just another mock draft.
1: Mm-hmm. Nothing to see in this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Justin Fields to the San Francisco Four Niners. You know From what? Yeah, I sort of like that.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, can,
0: I can see it.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, pick number four, Kyle Pitts. Oh. <laughs> Tight oh, end God. to Atlanta. Yes. Declan's guy. Yes, they, Declan's guy, Kyle Pitts. not going Pitts. number one overall,
0: to be honest. You know, I, I, I'm surprised a little bit.
1: I kind of love this because, like, a lot of people think, oh, you got to find Matt Ryan's replacement. But if three quarterbacks come off the board and you're like, I don't know, we could just, like, Matt Ryan's still pretty good. We could just add a big play six-foot-six beast at tight end and have him join uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, as Pete Prisco says. All right, pick number five, Panay Sewell. No shocker so far. Jamar Chase wide receiver to Miami. Oh, yeah, Pick 7, DeVonte Smith who's now he on here it says 175. Uh he actually checks out at 166 according to the NFL data that was just sent out. So he could fall.
2: What's the secret? Pick number <laughs> What's his diet? <laughs> hey DeVonte, if you like podcasts, can you help me out? <laughs> Send me your diet. Uh
1: it's it's called not sitting on the couch all day, I think. Oh, uh, that's a Rash- bad, that's a bad Ooh. diet, man. <laughs> Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle oh. from Northwestern, yep. to the Panthers. Micah Parsons. So this is our first defensive player here, I believe. Micah oh. Parsons to the Broncos. That's high. There's one guy falling. That's slightly surprising right now. Mm-hmm. Patrick Sertan to the Cowboys. That's that seems to be one of the most common matchups in terms of mock drafts. Like Absolutely. almost everyone has Patrick Sertan I, going to the Cowboys. Yes. Jalen Waddle going to the Giants. A little weapon for Danny Dimes up there in New York. <laughs> Danny. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. All right. Eagles taking J.C. Horn, the cornerback oh, from South Zim. Carolina. Zim
2: loves That's J.C. Horn, right I now. guarantee you.
1: Interesting here. Okay, Christian Darisaw, offensive tackle to the Chargers, Chargers. at 13.
2: Elijah Veritaker's so, right, still so- there.
1: So you're sitting here, you got Elijah Vera Tucker, you got Christian Barmore. By the way, uh, the running tally of all the mocks we've presented on this show, Elijah Vera Tucker has gone six times to the Vikings. Christian Barmore, five. Uh, Derrissaw, who's off the board now, four times. Quiddie Pay is still here. He's been mocked to the Vikings three times. Jalen Phillips has been mocked twice to the Vikings and he's still on the board, so all these guys are still on the board for okay, the yep. The Vikings, and right now,
2: Zim Zim is saying, quiddy pay, quiddy pay." And Kirk, at this point, calls Rick and he says, "No, no, no, Elijah Vera Tucker, help me out, right?" Like Kirk is saying, "No, yeah, Z- yeah. screw Zim, give Need me my him. guy for protection." And so now you got a decision to make.
1: All right. so yeah, do you, yeah. Do you take do you take a pass rusher to please Zim, or do you take an offensive lineman to please Kirk Cousins, or do you say? Uh-uh, to both of those. And instead take Ooh. Trey Lance, oh, quarterback, wow. North Dakota State. Oh, wow. oh, my
2: God. I am the Oh, my, the God. Game. Oh. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my God.
1: Pete Prisco says they are set with Kirk Cousins for this year, but he has a huge cap hit next season. Lance will need time to sit and learn, which is why this would make sense. Could also go tackle here, he says. He just throws tackle. it in. I like how oh, he's like, I it. want oh, to oh, go tackle. <laughs> could also go tackle I here. just
2: have one of the biggest surprises in the draft w- with Trey Lance falling to 14, but they also could take a tackle.
1: Yeah, by the way, they could uh, completely uh, implode their entire organizational setup right now and send Kirk Cousins packing.
2: want no, they could oh. take a tackle. Could also go kicker here. A, SEC kicker, kicker is available <laughs> right here. Could also go kicker. <laughs>
1: All right, so real quick, let's just buzz through a couple more here. So the Patriots uh, taking Mac Jones at <laughs> of course, 15. Of course. Yep. And then you've got Zavin Collins, linebacker from Tulsa, going to the Cardinals, into Elijah Vera Tucker, to the Raiders,
0: Raiders. Jalen
1: Phillips the Raiders. to the Dolphins, etc. So, okay, how would you guys feel if Trey Lance fell and the Vikings, instead of trading back, instead of trading with the Patriots or with Washington or somebody else, they, they just say all right screw it they ain't going to help us for 2021 and we aren't even guaranteed to be around in 2022 yep. yeah but it's the right thing for the future of the franchise to get a mobile young high upside quarterback yeah how he, would you feel
2: and he's falling to 14 at that point in time so you're like oh my god he's falling you got teams calling you uh if the Viking so if the Pete Prisco Pete Prisco draft mock draft is correct my ultimate my first feeling would be mad respect for the Vikings to have taken a, a guy. Because, Phil, you're exactly right. I mean, Zim would be no doubt apoplectic, right? Like, you got to take defense. We, you get me help. Give me help. Give me help. And Rick's like, calm down. <laughs> Trey Lance has fallen to 14. We're taking him. I think I would respect it because mm-hmm. at 14, I mean, the potential value there, right? And he can sit, which is great. He can sit. I mean if you've seen enough to decide that Trey Lance has the capability to be the long-term answer for the Vikings at QB. One, I respect that. And two, here's the second thing. So so here's the here's the um um potential equation here that could be at work if this were to take place. And I know that the odds are very low, okay? But think of it this way. Would that not be the ultimate move? From Rick severing himself from Zim potentially, because what Rick would yeah. would tell the Wilfs is, you can't fire me. I took our quarterback of the future. I'm going hi- to hire an offensive coach in 2022. He's going to develop this kid. Um, I think that it wouldn't be. I don't think that it would be a gutsy call in Rick being think um, potentially making a move, thinking I'm gone. I think it would be Rick saying, you know what, Mike, it's been fun. You're a defensive guy. I have given you a ton of help, which he has now, to potentially rebuild the defense. But I'm going to pivot now, and I'm going to take a quarterback who I like because I think that there's a good chance we'll fire you, and I will stick around to see the next coach develop Trey Lance.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's almost no way Mike Zimmer would be on board with this, right? No. No, am I am am I overprojecting that? Like, there's no way no, he would be on board with you're this. You're correct. I agree completely. And, and then and then he would say, "Listen, all right. If if we're doing this, then no matter what happens this year, you can't fire me. Like, obviously, he can't demand <laughs> anything. Like, they can do whatever they want. But like, wouldn't that be his? And you're right. It would be Rick Spielman's way of saying either, "All right, well, you're you're going to have to get used to this, and this you're going to have to work with this guy to some extent, or." Uh, At least encourage your offensive staffers to work with this guy. You don't draft Trey Lance, who is, by the way, going to be 20 years old still at draft time. And he only has like 300 uh, passing snaps under his belt as a college quarterback. And he hasn't played against He's super raw. And that's the reason why he would fall in the draft. That's not a guy that you can just like let sit holding a clipboard without max development and molding. With your offensive staff, you have to work with him. You're going to need Kirk to help him in some ways, which is asking a lot, potentially, (laughs) right? So I don't know if this works with the current setup, but I'm here for it. I would approve of this because I think so many times we get so fixated on the next season, the next season. What can you do for 2021? Instead of taking a step back and saying, if you want to win a Super Bowl long term, you might have to do something that doesn't exactly help you for this year. You might have to do something that might pay off in 2022 or 23. A contract that's going to be super team friendly for five years. Uh, I also love on NFL.com This is this this is the amazing thing about Trey Land. So they list all of his strengths, right? Like he's a film junkie with a high football <laughs> Who's IQ. Not? Who's not? Right? Come on! Makes calls to set his own protections. He has bouncy feet for bouncy. accelerated pocket setups, which is a good thing. What's he tigger? He, he he's a tigger? play fake aficionado from under center and all the they list like literally list like fifteen different strengths, okay? Yep. The weaknesses these are the these are the two top weaknesses, okay, according to NFL.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Inexperienced and he's only twenty years old. That's it. So now there's other things like doesn't has a tendency to void the pocket rather than surveying. Um, Yeah, because sometimes sometimes leaves lower half behind, diminishing his drive velocity.
0: Come on. Oh, 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 read
1: that again and read it slowly. Yeah, read it slowly. Leaves lower half behind, diminishing his drive velocity. Football. but basically you're saying here that the two biggest weaknesses are things that might not even be weaknesses. Like, yeah, yeah. you'd like a guy with more experience. Obviously it would help you. you know, more of a data set would help you make a more confident decision. But in the in, in the 318 pass attempts he has thrown so far in uh, college football, zero interceptions. And I get that it's inferior competition. You're playing at NDSU. You're right. not playing at Ohio State or something. right? Uh, so I don't know. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a deal-breaker for me that he's inexperienced because we're not asking him to start week one in 2021. In fact, you're not even asking him to step on a field in 2021. You're looking for him to develop.
2: Odds if you can develop him. Odds, boys, that, that if he somehow dropped to 14, that the Vikings take him? 15%.
0: So if, he, if he's there at 14, what is the odds he Yeah, is? like if Prisco's right and, yeah.
2: and he just falls and teams are like, he's good, but we don't know enough. Mm. And they're picking at 14 and can pass on Trey Lance, can trade the pick to go backwards and then take a defensive <laughs> player or make the pick, the odds that they make the pick. Phil said 15%.
0: 40% they make the pick. Whoa! 40. Whoa. 40. You oh, my God. You absolutely, you absolutely. It's a possible generational quarterback and a guy you won't have to be throwing mm-hmm. in there.
2: Yeah, I agree with I you. I think it's forty percent. Oh,
0: I think he's there. because like, he's a he's a consensus top five pick on most big boards, a top ten pick, I should say, on most big boards. I don't want to say top five. I don't see any situation where you can just like completely ignore it. I think it's about forty percent. I say
2: ten percent. I say ten percent. I, I, 10%, think, but I, I think like their you much think more, decks. I think
1: they're much more likely to leverage that situation to trade back and get a second round pick. Yep. But of course that's but that's been the problem with this franchise forever which is they don't they're so fixated on how to get from like 8 and 8 to 10 and 6 this year that they don't often do the things that they need to do at the quarterback position for long-term 10 to 15 year success, right? Yes. And yeah, you're going to whiff. You're going to whiff on Ponder once in a while. Trey Lance probably has a 50 to 70% chance of being a whiff. But he also has like a 25 to 30% chance of being one of the top 6 or 7 quarterbacks in the league for like the next 10 years. And, and and you and sometimes you have to roll the dice on those odds.
2: And Phil, I think the difference is is this too. The ponder draft was uh we have to find a QB. Like we have to. We absolutely have to. We've got you know McNabb we're trying to trade for. I mean, come on, right? This is different in the sense that you have the luxury of this guy not playing, which to me is a huge thing. So if you think you know, the worst thing, and I'm, I'm not saying that Ponder was going to be good because he was probably destined to not be good. But the yeah, worst thing was what five weeks in McNabb stinks. And they're like, let's throw the kid in and play him. That, that hurts you right there. So I think that if you have the ability and cousins, you know what, who cares? He's not going to like it, but I think if you have the ability to bring Trey Lance in, have him work with the right people, and Kirk is starting, there should be no question about this is his year to learn. And I know that the fan base, as soon as Kirk struggles, w- would say play Trey Lance, but if you are the team and you're smart, you've got a year to play with here to develop him. So there, there's a lot to be said for the potential of the pick if he falls, but I don't see because of where Mike and and Rick are at contractually, I think they trade back it, if he, he's there, which which I think that there's a very small percentage chance that he would actually fall to 14 anyway.
1: Yeah. Do you think let me ask you this? Actually, I have I have a I have an ownership question in a second. Just a shout out to Federated. Federated is powering this emergency midweek mock. Reckless. Where, wow, Pete Prisco has the Vikings drafting Trey Lance. So Reckless. if you're a business owner in the state of Minnesota and you're looking for a few things, frontline protection, you're looking for risk management tools, you're looking for peace of mind and a way to maximize the success of your business, Federated is here to help you. They recently launched My Shield, the online client destination for risk management resources. Find out more about how Federated can help your business at federatedinsurance.com or download the app. And remember, it, Federated, it's our business to protect yours. What do you think the Wilfs would want the Vikings to do? On the clock, you know, imagine the movie Draft Day when that weird owner is, like, meddling in every decision, right?
2: Sonny! Sonny! Yep. Sonny! I'm flying back! And I'll be back in two
1: minutes! He's The Wilfs are pounding on the war room door. Rick! Rick! (laughs) Ziggy's mustache is just curled up. What do you think the Wilfs would want the Vikings it's to do at pick four <laughs> um, if I If you went to the Wilfs and said, yeah, said, "Listen, guys, yeah, we're on the clock. We have ten minutes. Trey Lance is on the board. Yeah, we didn't think he was going to fall this far, but we have to consider this now. He yes. could be. He's he's not going to help us in 2021 win games. He just won't. But he could be our franchise quarterback of the future. Yeah. What do you think the Wilfs would want? I think I think the Wilfs would rather the Vikings trade down and get a piece that can maybe help them win an extra game this year.
2: I think if they had a, so so, I think the answer to the question is different depending on who, who was in charge and who was coach. Okay. So I think if they had fired Zim after last year and they, they had gone to an offensive guy who could sit the Wilfs down and be like, Trey Lance can do this. He can do that. Right. Like there are comparisons yeah. with, you know, Mahomes or Wilson. I don't know. I think that the Wilfs, would be in and say, "Oh, this is great! This is fantastic!" But because of the people that run their team and the rhetoric that they are probably spewing to the Wilfs, I think that you're right. I think that the Wilfs will say, "Win now! What's going to win now?" Um, and and the problem the problem is they've become they have become obsessed year to year being competitive instead of instead of what's the track here? What's the crescendo to a title? They are like, you know what? We're always competitive aside from like one year or two years. We're competitive. Mm -hmm. And so with the way that they've been conditioned to think by this current administration, yes, I think the answer is what's going to help us win as many games as possible in 2021.
1: There's another factor. And I think, I think Dex will resonate with this too. Like there's another factor here that we, we don't really talk about much because we're, we're so fixated as we should be on. What should the Vikings do to win a Super Bowl? But the other factor here when it comes to Trey Lance being on the board at 14 and whether they should take him or not, it would just be super fun. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just be super fun if they drafted Trey freaking Lance at 14, if that scenario presented I mean, itself?
0: also a Minnesota kid. There's a potentially of a Minnesota kid playing for the Minnesota Vikings at quarterback. Like, I think everyone forgets that. He went to Marshall High School and was the number one quarterback out of the state. And uh, Mr. Row the Boat, P.J. Fleck, said, I ah, know I'm going to make you a cornerback. And he said, well, peace out, P.J. Fleck. I'm not rolling the boat here. And I respect the hell out of him for oh, that decision. P.J.
2: Fleck being uh, uh,
0: a yeah, My bad. But um, to the point, though, of the Wills, what would they want to do? Actually, I think they would not be hell-bent on fire if they took Trey Lance at 14. I think they really, we talked about it on Friday's episode of grading the Wills as, as owners. I think they have trust in Spielman and, and, and the, the scouting room and everything <laughs> they do. That they put the trust in them, I don't think they would influence this pick at all. And if anything, I think they would back it and and they may give you some, you know, owner speak. Of course, we're all supportive of Trey Lance in this selection. I don't yeah, think you're they are all, all fired. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they would have that mantra. I don't think it'd be a Jerry Jones type of situation.
2: Well, they they wouldn't block it, but I don't think that they'd be excited about it because I think that they are they They have been conditioned now, and look, they they are part of what I like about them is. For the most part, they do not make decisions, football decisions, for their people. They empower them, which is a smart thing, right? Mm-hmm. But this current group, Dex, has has basically conditioned the Wilfs to think what? Defense? Conditioned them to think, be competitive? Um, you, now, I think you talk about a, a Super Bowl potential there, but you are trying to basically in the Vikings world, in my opinion, their strategy is let's make the playoffs and then try to make a run from there. Right. So they've been conditioned at this point in time by, by Rick, by Rob and by Mike. I really believe to be like, what's going to help us win now. And Trey Lance wouldn't help you win now. Uh, But it's an, it's an intriguing discussion. And if Eric Bietemi was now the coach of this team I really think that the Wilfs then would say, oh, great, quarterback, we'll have our quarterback. But <laughs> but keep in mind, too, anything that the Vikings do that makes too big of quarterback splash is a reflection on Kirk, who they signed to an extension. and And there's a lot of pride there, and there has been a lot of people convincing a lot of people that Kirk can win. And the discussions that we have are not reflective of the discussions, I don't think, that the Vikings have when it comes to Kirk.
1: I also want to add one more thing here, too, on this, that it's, it, it wouldn't be necessarily a direct comparison between who's the better quarterback, a young Trey Lance over the next three years or a middle 30s Kirk Cousins. It would be based on their salaries in a salary cap league and what their cap hits are and how good they are, all of those things bundled into one, which quarterback situation gives your team People always talk about you can't put quarterback wins and losses on a quarterback. It's a team win and loss. Well, then maybe one guy shouldn't be taking up 22% of your salary cap in 2022, which is what this is headed toward, right? Mm -hmm. I think a young, high upside mobile quarterback who might not be as good as a polished Kirk Cousins, he gives you a better chance because of the $30 million you free up to build a roster that can be a monster over the course of that contract. Um, before we wrap here, do you guys want? I just pulled up another NFL.com scouting profile here from Quitty Pay, <laughs> okay. edge rusher from Michigan. You guys want some more football scouting?
2: Yeah, I'd, terms, the here? juicy stuff. All right, good. So hips.
1: according to NFL.com, so Quitty Pay strengths first: explosive, twitched up ball of power. Oh! Come on.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: That's me after four shelters on a Friday night. Twitched up ball <laughs> Twitched of up power.
1: <laughs> he had leverage and leg drive to work across the block post contact. Football. Lateral shuffle down the line is as quick as you'll find. Lateral Football.
0: shuffle.
2: That, oh, that's, you know what? That's very important. Sometimes you just got to try the quick jam. The quick champ, bam, bam. Just get on bam. Get on them as quick as you can. Boom. Then get off them. And then get ready to dance. Shuffle, slide. Shuffle, slide. Football! Football, yeah! yeah. yeah. Football! You know what you do? Football! Get some! Compile an episode worth of the best scouting reports that have yeah. stuff like this. Just the best. I mean, these terms, they are... They're so
0: fresh. We, we did this on Score North Live last year with Rami and and Kyle. We would just read off scouting profiles of current Vikings players, and they would guess them off, and it would be a hilarious, like hip
2: slide. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I movement. love the I love the terms. Hands. I love the terms. He leaves his hips behind.
1: I'll put I'll put some together for you guys for uh, for later this week, early next week. It is football we'll, porn. We'll like, the, make
2: it no is. mistake, it is football
1: porn. Oh, it's amazing. Oh man, here's another one. Has potential for quicker stack and shed with more what work. What does that mean? Wait, did Football. you say quicker stack and shed? Stack and shed. Stack and shed. That sounds stack like what shed. you. This is. T- this stack
2: sounds shed. like stack what you do shed. on a Saturday afternoon in the backyard. Uh, I was gonna say the quicker. Watch JPP right here. Watch this. So go ahead. Go ahead. The, uh, I said, go ahead. The
0: the quick lateral movement and the shuffle slide. Like when life returns back to normal, And we can be impacted packed inside dive bars. That's me trying to orchestrate. He's got quick lateral movement. <laughs> I, I used Good to have slide.
2: That's what I used
0: to do. because yeah, you got to slide, duck, duck yeah, in. Boom. Always has cash in hand, ready to the for bar, bartender to yes. the bar. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Right to the bar. Bang. Boom.
1: Watch this throw here to Cameron Brayton. Little
2: quick jam. Little bam. Little punch. Knock him off bounds. Got to change it up. You get the predator off balance, then you dance. You know what? You know what? Declan, Declan just gave the perfect parallel because you're right. In day to day life, operating in a packed bar to get a drink is basically what Baldy is talking about, right? It is. because the predator. Well, and the predator, you got to get the predator off balance. The guy, the guy at the bar, you got to get him off balance. Boom, boom. Excuse me, boom. Excuse me, boom. Boom. And so he's like, oh, and then you move him just a little bit. Not too much. He doesn't even know. Like he doesn't, you doesn't even close. know. But you know what? That provides you an opening to the bartender. Yeah. And you get your, and like Dex said, you get your cash in hand. Always cash in hand. High. Yeah. cash high. Cash high to Cash high. Boom. Cash high. Never in your Never in your wallet. Never in your pocket, but you got to get the predator because the predator. There's nothing worse than dude bro at the bar hitting on a girl, and you want and you just want paying to get a drink. With the
0: card paying with the card, yeah, one yeah. drink with the card, so a six dollar fee. Yeah. He's got to sign the. T- oh, this I can't is this so say right? It. And
2: you know what? Post pandemic, no one's gonna pay cash except for me. Okay, it's a wrap on Purple Daily today, <laughs> and your bar and dating get the predator. See you guys tomorrow.